The future can be complex to comprehend, but it wouldn't hurt to visualize something. Let's have a sneak peek, shall we? This is Hewlett, and welcome to the first episode of A Glimpse into the Future. Morning. This podcast may contain narration of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Have you ever wondered about what tomorrow will look like? I know, I know, it's so difficult to assume about something as big as this. But today I want to talk to you about what I think the world will look like 7 or 10 years from now. But just a disclaimer, this is completely my opinion based on what I have witnessed so far. You know, the future would be something like, yeah, this is what I dreamed of, or no, this is not what I wanted, or it could be something in between. But I, I'm, I'm on the apocalyptic side of future. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm not a very negative person. I do hope for that, you know, optimistic future. But given the current situations and events, I don't think it's possible. Right now, what's supposed to be bright became dark, dim, and hazy. Why can I say all this? Racism, inequality of all sorts, in wealth, access to medical services age and gender, all these things barely scratch the surface of a tainted present. Also take note, these things tie back to the roots of the world and yet, until now, it's not solved. Let me give you examples. Have you watched the video about a teacher in Ghana who is desperate to teach the kids in that city about computers? Well, guess what? He needed to draw the computer screen just to let the kids see what the monitor looks like. We have evolved materially in an extremely rapid pace, but the quote-unquote humanity was left behind. We have the latest and improved technology, but due to an unequal distribution of wealth, some people doesn't even possess the older versions. Globalization and interconnectedness of countries has become stronger as time goes by, but we still can share our wealth and resources to the underdeveloped and developing countries. You know, international and local organizations always say, we are one. But why are those in the poor countries and communities still struggle to survive, while those who are wealthy doesn't? Environmentally, environmentally speaking, we destroyed our planet with little to no effort of restoration. We cut trees, we burn mountains, for industrial projects and we kill and hunt animals until their count decrease. You know, the greediness, the selfishness, and the hypocrisy, all this causes the crumbling of society. And here we are, watching the downfall of humanity. Now let's take an example from the current pandemic, so you can relate more. There are countries in which hospitals get overloaded because they are too small and under-equipped. People die. And they die at a faster rate than us, who are comfortably sitting on our couch, worrying about what to do when we become bored. Today is not the politic period where we do not have a trading and exchange system, a faster mode of transportation, and an easier communication method. So, why are we still here? Why are we like this? It may be dark to say this, but viruses evolve better than us. They change over time, 
They adapt to changes in the environment and they do it so they can survive. It's sad but true, but that's the reality. Are we just going to accept it like how others turn a blind eye to the problems in our society? No, this acceptance that I'm talking about is, is the kind of, mm, if it happened then it did, I ain't gonna help solve that issue, I'm out of here. This right here is not the kind of attitude that will make an ideal future. Yet, evidently, most of us are like this. A clear evidence of this is a woman, a frontliner in India. She was stabbed to death. Take note, in public, with many bystanders watching. She was killed by her husband simply because she has a job. Stereotyping? It can be, you know, but it's more like inequality. It's discrimination to gender and status. You know, just because she's a woman, a married woman, doesn't mean she cannot have a job. What, if she does, she will be dead? What kind of sign is this? What kind of mentality is that? There were so many people who can help her and yet no one did. It was so cruel. It was so unfair. How can I dream? How can our dream of an ideal future come true when even in the smallest part of society, no change nor improvement happens? Why can't global organizations intervene? Where are they? Do they, not, do they have no power to change this? Of course they do. You know they do. But why, ironically, are we interconnected but still individualistic? It should be during these times that the world needs to have authority, to have a sense of oneness, a unity. But there isn't. Imagine countries help with each other during wars. Name it. World War One, World War Two, the Vietnam War. Why is it that only during those wars, those wars that involve guns, are the only time that countries think, I have to help them, I have to help them win this war? What, do we need another bloodbath before we come to our senses? You know, today is a war too. It's a physical, mental, emotional, and financial war. It might not be a war that involves tanks and guns, but this war, this war involves all of us and it will involve the future generations. It will affect them, for sure. As of July 2020, there was even a genocide that happened in China. It was during that period where coronavirus started. There are many, many deaths in the past. There are many genocides that happened before, but why? Why does history need to repeat itself? Why does this happen again? It's because we don't learn. And we don't learn from those mistakes that we make. That's why this happens again. You know, uh, stuff like today. People dying because of the coronavirus pandemic, because of the COVID-19 pandemic. It also happened before. Well, that before, that before was a time when, when no one can make vaccines because the technology is not that great before. But now we have all sorts of technology. We have all sorts of means to fight this COVID. But we're still stuck. It's been a year and we're still here. You know? It's because we don't learn. If we learn from the past, this shouldn't be taking place right now, honestly. There should be a higher chance for a better future right now because we are we are smart we're wise we're humans we could have a better future if 
is only if we learn. However, you know, reality sucks. Some are awake, and many are still in deep slumber. Unfortunate, I know. If animals are endangered physically because of us, we are endangered because of ourselves too. We, we make ourselves extinct. Maybe the repercussions of our actions doesn't hit us right now, but tomorrow, for sure, tomorrow it will. Everything will make sense. This is why I think an apocalyptic future is what awaits us. The reason why, why we can't hope for a good future is because we ourselves, we cannot change for the better. We, we do not wish for a common good. If we do not wish for that goodness in society, we, we cannot have an ideal future. We cannot have a brighter future. You know, if one day, if one day we wake up to loud bangs from the street, you know, tanks are fighting, you know, soldiers are dying, to a suffocating smell of nuclear wastes, and ultimately to a derelict society, it will be too late for us. We can't go back in time. You know, we're not magicians. We're not, you know, we're not those... We're not in the fantasy world where we can time travel and change the past, change what we did in the past. What happens today will affect future, that's for sure. If you don't wake up now, say hello to a dystopian 2030. You know, and evidently, and right now, we still haven't learned. And that's why, that's why we can't grow. Society can grow. Society can't advance. This must have been a very heavy topic to discuss, but I will leave you with this quote I read from a book, The Coming Insurrection. It goes like this. The catastrophe is not coming. It is here. We are already situated within the collapse of a civilization. It is within this reality that we must choose sides. So, what do you think? In the future, in your eyes, will the world be a utopia, a dystopia, or something in between? This is Hewitt, and see you in another episode of A Glimpse in the Future. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for more.